Welcome to Loving Wild and Free, a podcast by Bridget Woolley and Brittany Taylor. Here we share our intimate journeys of deepening our understanding and practicing of unconditional love. With our relationship as the point of focus, we tell personal stories and practice compassionate communication, which supports us growing together as individuals and as a unit. All are welcome here. We are grateful to be on this journey beside you. The podcast that you're about to listen to, we want to give you a heads up. There may be some obscene language in. Bridget and I were just (laughs) sitting with it afterwards. And um, the way we talk about sex might be differently than the way you talk or think about sex. Yeah. So we share pretty openly in this episode and use more explicit explicit words. And so it feels good to give you a heads up before you dive in yeah and we really honor whatever words you like to use and however like whatever the vibe you like to speak about sex and sexual intimacy with and it feels really cool it felt good just to sit with it and feel like does it feel okay to release this because I didn't even think about that at the time yeah me either and then afterwards I was like (laughs) do people say I love what you said you're like I've never heard anyone speak like that on a podcast (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we speak like that. And then I said, we speak like that. In YouTube videos and in our sex education videos. Right. um, And that's more to like a specific audience that Mm -hmm. is more um, geared around sex positivity in relationships. Right. So. Yeah, this is really the first sex related episode we've done on this new podcast. And we want to give you a heads up. And I really love to invite people to feel whatever they feel including like feeling like this doesn't feel good right now. I don't want to listen to this. Or if you're feeling like, I don't know that I want to hear you say certain words, like just not listening. Or maybe it being like, huh, that's not the word I like to use to talk about my vagina. Um, And that's just like cool to know. So yeah, yeah, so really we feel like, I'm speaking for you right now, Bridget. I feel like whatever... Whatever feels good for you, we really support that. And it feels really powerful for me to take this step and be like, this is a space where we're really getting to be ourselves and just like share. I think that's a big thing we've wanted to do here is just like share authentically. Yeah. And we're both really sex positive and um, yes, very sexual beings. And so I feel like, yeah, sex has become kind of a taboo topic. And so I feel really excited to open up the space to talk more about these intimate details of our relationship and just this intimate part of being human and being primal and how important erotic and primal wellness is to to both of us so the huge part of our lives so this podcast we we dive into that a little bit let's do it okay hi beautiful beings my name is Brittany and I'm Bridget And today we're going to do a really fun episode that's about our sex life. Sounds so fun to talk about this. (laughs) I know. I just just asked Bridget a question, then I'm like, wait, I'm just going to record right now. I was like, what do you think people really want to know about our sex life? And then you shared that. Yeah, I haven't really talked about my sex life out, I mean, out loud, of course, I'm talking about out loud, but like (laughs) with. Uh, a large group of people before in yeah. this way. Yeah. Which is so fun. Although we do have sex education videos. Yeah. I guess it's, that's a new endeavor. It's a new me. endeavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's been a fun new element of our sex life. Yeah. So we could start with talking about our sex education videos. Yeah. That's really fun, actually. Um, We have two of them so Mm -hmm. far, so it's a new endeavor for us, too. Yeah. It was surprisingly really normal and... I felt real. I felt like maybe I would be nervous, like filming myself having sex and talking about sex, and yeah. like just like feeling <laughs> awkward or not. Yeah, like oh, I'm gonna be looking at the camera a lot, and like not knowing what to do with myself or how to act normal or relax or. Um, and it just felt so easy for me, mm. and I've always been really in touch with my sexuality and very primal, sexual, loving being, and so. Um, it's been so exciting to do this with you. Oh my gosh, I love hearing you reflect on it. And I feel that so much, like, with you and from you. I feel like, yeah, I mean, we recorded our first sex education video about squirting, yeah. which was really fun. And just to give you a sense of what that looks like, we just, like, kind of share about the theory behind squirting, our experience with squirting, then we show ourselves just, like, in a play sh- session that's focused on squirting, and then we reflect on it after. And we did one for strap-on sex, too. And I just felt like it was so normal. Like, I felt like you and I had both been doing that forever together. Mm -hmm. It was just like the most normal thing that we were. And I think it is kind of because of what you said, which is that like we are. I also feel like I'm just such a like sexual being really in touch with my. Yeah, sexual play. And that's always been such a big part of our relationship. And like immediately from the beginning felt like such a powerful place of connection. Yeah. So I'll I'll link that down below if you want to learn more about our sex education videos. And um, yeah, I wonder if we just kind of want to talk a little bit about what it was like for us, like linking up initially and sort of like what's transpired over time. Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when we first started linking up, we had a lot of sex. Oh my gosh, so much <laughs> like sex. Like hours, like four or five hours straight. We would just, just have like... sex. Yeah, the just whole time. Like lay in bed and make love yeah. in like so many different ways. Mm-hmm. We're very drawn to each other and attracted to each other. And I think I want to speak to your experience, but I think we both had this like had these desires and this threshold for um, like you talking about like wanting to eat pussy and like totally. sex <laughs> with a woman and like me wanting to maybe feel safe and work more on like sexual healing and explore more parts of my body and receive more pleasure. And so we like attracted each other in all these ways. And we just like spent a lot of time in those spaces. Yeah, you're so right. I feel like when I, when I first met Bridget, I started fantasizing about her right away. I was just so drawn to you. Like drawn to you the way you dance the way you move like I thought you were just so sexy and so it was really fun like I would self-pleasure and and think about you (laughs) and so like I remember there was this one conversation we were having at this event before we ever like had connected or hung out one-on-one and I was just like talking to you but I was also fantasizing about like having sex in the bathroom with you (laughs) I think I could feel that because I was just like when we first started this was at the acro jam yeah. and we would just like talk and stare at each other but not even really hearing what each other was saying because we're, like, we're just like we're just like making love with our eyes and our energy and yeah it was like that it was like that mm-hmm. we went on we've talked about our first date we went on this hike and at the end we just shared our attraction for each other and then the next time we hung out we made love mm-hmm. and it was so special like I remember 
I remember you eating my pussy and just like us staring at each other for like 45 minutes <laughs> while you ate my pussy. <laughs> and I mean, that wasn't what we did the whole time, but that was <laughs> a significant part of it. And I remember afterwards, I think you said something like that you hadn't had that experience of just like staring at someone during yeah. that before. Maybe like deep presence in that way. Yeah, especially yeah. like first, our first right. time. And it just felt so normal to just be so dropped in. Yeah, I felt like we had been together. Like, just felt, yeah. <laughs> such a, I feel like it's always been a space of like intention and presence and spirituality for us. And also just like play and like, <laughs> I feel like we have very diverse sexual connection. Yeah. I feel like we're both really switchy. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've both gotten to experience a lot of sexual healing and pleasure and mm-hmm. it feels really open. I feel like I can say what I want. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, we're both really good at like receiving feedback. Yeah. I feel really comfortable in our sexual space and it's so cool because I've always felt that. Yeah. Just like hearing you reflect on that first experience and um it was so cool because like <laughs> after that like it just like opened this floodgate of like lots of play so much yeah yeah like moving into realms of like playing with toys and um for me I hadn't done much squirting then either too That's so right. that was like a new I mean I had um but not to the capacity that we do it so if you watch our video we have yeah. a special blanket because we like soak. <laughs> we soak our surfaces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to kind of speak to what you shared at the beginning, which was like, and maybe you want to speak to it too, but like me really like feeling so excited to have a space to like eat pussy and you maybe experiencing some like sexual healing. Mm-hmm. So I was, I had had like female or people with vaginas, however they identified sexual partners. For some time, but, or I would, yeah, I'd say sexual partners, but no, like, consistent partnership with a female. It would be, I was traveling regularly, so maybe I had people that I had longer-term relationships with, but we wouldn't be in the same space for a long time. So, for a long time, I was just, like, when I would do my (laughs) New Year's goals, I remember I was, like, have a girlfriend who lets, loves it when I eat her pussy, like, as much as I want, and it was just so fun to feel that, and that wasn't the only quality I was looking for in a partner, but it was cool that that was, like, a really important one to me, and, yeah, I feel like that was just so great from, like, I felt really, I really got to, I wouldn't say satiate my desire there because I just like still love eating your pussy so much. And like, I love (laughs) connecting with your body in all the ways, but that was really cool to feel like, and I also, I also had this maybe somewhat fear that was healed that like, I have too much sexual energy or too much, especially with women. I think that can come up Um, because I do feel like my back, balance of masculine and feminine energy and just like this in this case talking about the masculine is more of this like fiery passionate like really get I like get turned on and I want to make love and like I want to fuck and I want to like be soft and like I just I have so many different Mm -hmm. realms there that feel so important to explore and I think just having like the smallest amounts of feelings of maybe not even rejection with women Mm -hmm. but like some amount of like just not being met there or Mm -hmm. feeling like oh I I was more 
sexual than they were or like just not feeling met in my desires. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that you just shared that because that was one thing I wanted to share about was I had never really been with a partner who was as sexually enlivened as <laughs> I enlivened. Yeah. Just like wanting to have as much sensuality, sexuality, playful, fiery, passionate love as as we do. And um most of my partners have like I guess I've felt shame in my last partnerships for like wanting to have sex a lot or mm-hmm. um yeah and so it I've never that's never really, you know, come up for us. <laughs> and um I think there's been moments of like, oh Britt wants to do business and I want to have sex where I've like gotten or, like, in my head. Bridget wants to sleep and I want to have sex. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> like those things can come up. But in reality, like that's that's not really there for us. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are maybe our fears, but I think the other person's pretty much always down, even if we're tired or want to do business. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been so cool too for me. I think most of my a lot of my partnerships in the past or sexual connections were me giving. Um, and so I think I had my own sexual trauma around receiving and then was manifesting partners that maybe weren't as fully into pussy as I was or right. felt, um, I don't say uncomfortable because I also had partners that were really comfortable with that, but the role wasn't as balanced. So like, as you were just sharing, like really balanced in your masculine and feminine, I feel that that is well within me. And then we get to like meet and switch in those areas where like you could be in your masculine and I can receive. And I guess that's a new space for me is like yeah. being with someone who has just is, is also in balance with their masculine and feminine um, and the ways that, that we are. And it's felt really profound and powerful for me to receive and to also give and to yeah just flow in that sexual space together. It's really yeah. exciting. Yeah, I feel that so much. I really love, can I share? Well, I'm just going to mm-hmm. share specifics if you feel uncomfortable, let me know. But um, in the beginning of our relationship, like maybe within the first month, I would say like I have these really beautiful memories of like being inside of you with like with my hands or with my strap on cock or whatever and just feeling like so that some feeling of like such deep intimacy seeing how it felt like that space was really transformative for you like maybe to be internally stimulated that way by somebody else Um, and I don't know all the details of it for you but it felt like to really be opening up maybe emotionally or just like opening up your being in ways that hadn't felt safe in the past or like that you just hadn't experienced in the past to like really be and more of that um, submissive or receiving or the one being nurtured role in that way. Yeah. 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 And just like that and then like getting to hold you while you would cry mm-hmm. in that space. And um, that's also something that's been really powerful for me. Just like holding you while you cry while we're making love or me like crying while we're making love. And mm-hmm. it's just for me, it's like such a space of release and relief and <laughs> a great way to sort of alchemize experiences that have been challenging. Yeah. So beautiful. There's a couple things I want to reflect on there. And the first is I think what can come up or what has come up for me in relationship is in the past is like when there's tension there, right? We feel, or I have felt like, Oh, 
I don't feel safe to make love. And I love that we have this beautiful practice, you and I, of opening in those spaces. Like when we're moving through something or growing or like some trauma has come up or something has been triggered, we have found that really opening and, and sharing a deep spiritual sexual connection in those those spaces is really profound. And I think that's what evokes like that space of like crying and healing and opening and surrendering. And um, I guess what I'm sharing here is lovemaking is such a beautiful space for healing. And I love that that's a huge element of, of what we do in our relationship. And for me personally, I've had a lot of sexual trauma. So when Britt was sharing about like being inside of me with her strap on cock specifically like that was a really vulnerable space for me because I have a lot of sexual trauma um around cocks in general and so that I had never really allowed someone into those spaces I had um and to give a little background on myself like I hadn't had a lot of sober sex until I was like 25 and so I also hadn't really felt safe to open in those ways and to go into like exploring being inside my vagina and how much trauma I was storing in there and so a couple years before I met Brit I had been single I ended my last partnership and just really was focusing on a lot of deep spiritual healing and um started touching myself for the first time um like internally and like really like slowing down and getting more in touch with my feminine and self-pleasure and so no one besides me had really like been in that sexual healing space and so bringing you into that was really beautiful and it was like perfectly timed and yeah it's been so powerful for me to mm, receive you in those ways yeah yeah thank you for sharing that it feels so deeply moving and nurturing to hear you talk about it and just like for something that feels so innate within me and like such a pure desire to be connected with you in those ways to feel like the impact of it for you and healing wise has just been I mean it's such a turn on really like yeah. deep healing and opening is such a turn on yeah I love that. <laughs> <laughs> do um, you yeah what were you gonna say yeah, I guess we could also talk about, like, the evolution. We've been having a lot of sex recently. Yeah, that's been nice. Mm -hmm. This last week, yeah. two weeks, mm -hmm. this last week especially, we've been having a lot of sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, man, our, our sex has evolved so much over time. Yeah. We kind of identified something. Okay, there's two things we've identified recently. I mm -hmm. think this last week we've identified, like, Making love is really important to both of us, and I think we've increased its priority in mm -hmm. our lives, and we both, I think, like, are experiencing a lot more joy in our lives <laughs> yeah. and connection. And then the other thing we, reali we realized sort of recently, I think we speak to this a tiny bit in our strap-on video, but it's, like, about the ways we both have traditionally had sex in mm -hmm. the past or, like, made love. I think when you say have sex, some people think of intercourse, and I don't think of that. I yeah. think of, like, the whole activity of making love. Um, and I think that could be a juicy thing to share about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so... So... What's coming to mind? So what's coming to mind is that identifying that it sounds like you previously had a lot of sex with a strap on. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I want, I would rather you speak yeah, yeah. to like the assumption, or I don't know if you'd call them assumptions you had, but like, 
so that I would say sex with a strap on and intercourse, like let's call them the same thing for a minute. I, whether it was sex with a strap on or intercourse, like that hasn't been the main focus of my lovemaking ever. Like Mm -hmm. since I was young, I started having sex when I was 14 and oral sex has always been like a much more exciting thing for me or like fingering or like, I love intercourse. I love strap on sex, but like, I think for a lot of people that might be the focus, especially in like male female partnerships. And that hasn't been for me. So like the act of lovemaking yeah and and specifically like so with Bridget it was really interesting like an assumption I had was that like if she like I didn't want Bridget to think that I wanted her to have a cock specifically because man there's so many reasons behind that but like specifically because I love your body exactly as it is Mm -hmm. and I love when you wear a strap on and I love all the ways you embody your cock too just like whether that be like however you're entering me Mm -hmm. and or however I'm like pleasing your cock and also I really want have always wanted you to know like I don't I don't feel like anything's missing. Like, I don't wish that you were a man. I don't wish you had a penis. Like, I love you and I love your body so much and I'm so turned on by you. So something around the idea of, like, me being like, Bridget, will you wear a strap on? Like, emphasizing that in any way. I think, like, there's been a little sensitivity on my end from the beginning just wanting you to know, like, I'm not wishing that were, like, a part of your permanent body. Yeah. Yeah. So I love hearing that (laughs) because like what was coming up for me at those times was I, so like I said, I had done most of the giving in my past relationships and that had been with a strap on in in a lot of ways, but I would say the majority, like 60 to 70% of it being with a strap on. And so I think I have always felt insignificant in some way, just like being, growing up being gay, being attracted to women and feeling like. I I think I was with a lot of women who mostly had male partners or had never been with a woman except for me. So I felt like, oh, I was supposed to like have sex with them in a certain way or they would be missing elements of something. So um, I had a lot of interesting things in there around that. And so I, I and I also love wearing a cock and uh, humping and how that much that turns me on because it's been such a part of my sexual evolution and um so I think there's been an element where you and I haven't had a lot of strap on sex and that's been new and different for me and a part of it's like oh maybe Brit doesn't want to do that because she has a male partner and so she has plenty of that and doesn't want that with me or something and so mm-hmm. we both had these like ideas <laughs> and of like how we were turning how, the yeah, other per- yeah how we were like caring for the other person or um and so we've just been talking more about mm-hmm. like our natural desires and what feels aligned for us at any given any given time and how that's always changing and yeah. how we can be switchy and playful and try different things on and I love that you shared you feel really comfortable telling me what you want and I think we've entered a next evolution of our relationship where we're both really open to talking about all the things just like I want to have sex with you more often yeah, or like totally. I just and um, for me, I love, I mean, I could have sex multiple times a day and it's very energizing for me. And I feel like when I'm suppressing my sexual energy, I kind of get like a a lull or like a, I don't know, just kind of, I don't want to say like unmotivated, but it's just 
like this week I noticed like, oh, we're having a lot of sex and I feel like I have all this energy to create <laughs> and do things. Totally. And it's such a part of like my, yeah, it really lights me up and energizes me. And so sex is so fun. Sex I love that so we're fun. talking about it and sharing here. And Yeah, I mean, I feel like we could talk about this topic forever (laughs) yeah it's so fun to just like open this container here and to start sharing more because yeah I imagine we'll be creating a lot more sex education videos and um relationships and sexuality are such a huge part of our life and so I imagine that will be something we share about more here totally and I get the sense that a lot of our current followers at least are there's a good chunk of people who identify as female who are feeling like really excited and open to sharing about their attraction with females for the first time and are like wanting to play with that more or like maybe it's something they've always felt but haven't known how to explore and it's fun to be in that role as like two people who identify pretty much as female or like whatever fluid and love talking about sex (laughs) yeah definitely I love that yeah me too okay okay Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful, sexy day. day. Okay. (laughs) Bye.